Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Hi, I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed, but that can help us all to grow. In each episode, we spend some time catching up, share something we love, and then we go on to discuss a topic that we feel is really important to the things that are going on right now. These are often the sorts of things that a lot of people are probably thinking about, but aren't actually necessarily having the discussion about. If you enjoyed this episode, then please don't forget to hit subscribe to stay up to date with all of our latest episodes, and also leave us a five-star review because it really does make a huge difference. So how are you doing, my love? I feel like there's a lot of mixed emotions going on at the moment with... um all the kind of the changes that are happening but I am very happy that we got to see each other at the weekend before all of this really kicked off we had our um our Christmas gathering at the weekend with the four of us and our partners and it was so so nice to have that bit of normality like I did think afterwards I feel feel like it's the longest I've gone without thinking about COVID in a long time yeah it felt normal and it felt so kind of heartwarming to spend time together laugh drink play music like play some games just a really wonderful kind of wholesome weekend I didn't realize how much I needed it Mm -hmm. Um, oh my gosh yeah and don't you think as well actually it's really nice to split December up because I always find you get halfway through December and the stress for Christmas and everything just kind of takes over and it's like oh my god give me January already like even as someone who loves Christmas I sometimes think that but it was nice kind of break it up and now I'm like oh actually I've got like a renewed festive spirit yeah it was very festive and I think if you have um I always find I get that feeling as well when you are with different groups of people like different friendship groups different like sections of your family I feel like when you break it up more because everyone it's like the excitement of being together with a different group of people I feel like that really helps that feels that sounds so I don't know basic but <laughs> I feel like it does make a massive difference especially when you've not been able to spend time with that whole group in like in such a while yeah it really reminded me of how lovely it is to actually be able to spend time with people and see one another and all of that sort of thing the things that make this season very important um but I can't believe we've reached our final episode of the year I feel like that's come on really quickly I know can you believe it god it I keep telling people that I was like living in Australia earlier this year or last year, like time has flown by so quickly and I can't believe that another year has, has passed of us doing the podcast. Like I'm so proud of us. We've gone, this is the year we went weekly. We've managed to do it every week except for some holiday, of course. Honestly, the year has flown by. Um, but in case you haven't already guessed, we are taking a bit of a break over the Christmas period. So we'll be back in January. Um, and obviously, if you hit subscribe, it will land in your podcast inbox subscription list part. 
um and also very what's it called <laughs> yeah very technical I can't think what it's called you know what I mean um and then if you follow us on our Instagram page we'll also post on there when we'll be back as well but do you want to share your final recommendation for the year I feel like it's not a very fitting recommendation for this year I actually almost hate myself for this recommendation but I've been meaning to share it for ages and I completely forgot about it and it's actually um workout gear and it's a brand called TLF Apparel and it's the comfiest workout gear lounge gear leggings I've ever owned like I I cannot describe to you how comfortable it is and it is based in the US and to give you an idea of how good I think it is I do pay for the shipping to get it here wow um well, the first time I bought it, I actually got Taylor to bring it back because I didn't want to have to pay for that shipping in case it wasn't good. Um, but it is so soft, so comfortable, and there's no seams. Ooh. So no, like, awkward, uncomfortable wedgies and things sliding where you don't want them to slide. Um, and it's so, so comfy. They do really nice collections, loads of really nice colours. It's not, like, over the top. It's all, like, block colours. Um and yeah, I just, I think they're brilliant. And they're not, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's the price of what good workout gear is. Like it's no more expensive mm. than if you'd buy something from Nike or I don't even know another brand, like Lululemon or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's no more expensive than buying from any of those like other named brands, but I just really think it is worth it. And they also do really great sales. Um, if you follow them on their social medias, social medias god that made me sound old if you follow them <laughs> on social media um they often do loads of promotions on there so it's well worth if you do want to try it giving them a follow um or signing up to their newsletter i think gets you money off as well so if you do kind of want to test it out at a bit of a cheaper price then yeah they do loads of offers like that 100 recommend and i literally only just found out that the tlf stands for take life further oh, I love that. there we go I also, I also do think like if you find a workout brand that you love and that is comfortable, it's really worth either investing or just buying a few pairs because mm. there is nothing. I, I kind of feel like if you don't want to wear your workout gear to lounge around the house in, your workout gear probably isn't comfortable enough for you to like do an intense workout in because you need to be comfy to work out well. You don't want to be thinking like, oh my God, can you see through my trousers or are my straps falling down or anything like that? It's just, it takes mm. away from like what you're trying to do. Yeah, I, I agree. Cause I've always been like a firm Nike fan, like always, but I just find now they have a seam up the front of leggings and shorts. No. Oh my God. I can't, I just can't deal with that anymore. Um, no. Which is why <laughs> I loved this brand so much because there is no seam and they are so soft it's like it's like wearing joggers except that it's workout gear because I Um, hate that like plasticky polyester not polystyrene polyestery feeling workout gear do you know the one I mean that feels really like yeah it's not that (sighs) at all it's like that soft workout gear yeah so yeah definitely recommend checking them out and giving them a follow on social as well if you want to get a cheeky discount um they have one at literally every possible occasion they had a really big one for black friday which is what reminded me i needed to recommend it but (laughs) what's your recommendation this week so mine is another product and i feel like i've made a bit of a habit of this but i've wanted to recommend this hair product for months but it was helly's birthday present so i couldn't my birthday was Um, in september 
yeah yeah for context her birth was ages ago but I only gave her a present this weekend and it's the Lee Stafford hair apology intensive care at 10 in one leave-in treatment spray which is a total mouthful but um I have become utterly obsessed with this product because for a start it's a really good price point I think it's like 12 quid for the bottle and I use it very very liberally and I have done for several months and I'm not even halfway through um so it's a type of product that actually you can use liberally because you're not like worried about getting through it too quickly I love Lee Stafford as a brand they're all cruelty free and most of the formulations are vegan as well so if that's something you look for um then you can know that that it's accredited with that but the whole idea of the product is that you spray it into the your lengths of your hair and you can do it kind of like just after you've blow dried it you can do it when you're styling it when your hair's wet or the other thing they recommend which I do every like night before I go and wash my hair um like before hair wash days you can like completely coat your hair in it and then either sleep with it wet or just like tie it up so it doesn't get everywhere and leave it as like a really intensive nourishing treatment and honestly the difference I've noticed in my hair I I guess I never really appreciated how difficult it is for blonde hair to be shiny um until very recently when I went more blonde and my hair is shiny again and it is soft and it is smooth and the split ends and like broken hair looks so much better like the difference I have noticed is huge um and also it smells really lovely which I know isn't the be all and end all for a hair care product but I do like when my hair smells nice yeah yeah I love Lee Stafford I've used their um is it Beach Waves they're like curls yes products I've used them for years um and I love them but I haven't tried this before but I am using it for the first time tonight so I will let you know how it goes I'm excited I love like I have quite mid-length hair it's quite thin but there's a lot of it and it's bleached for context so I do like three or four sprays on damp hair blow dry it and then I just put a bit more on like between my hands and rub it through the lengths once I've blow dried it and I just find like it helps with the intense frizzing is the only way I can put it I think it is worth like those products those like more professional products I've never and I know this sounds stupid but I've never done it before I've only ever used like cheap like high street brand shampoo and I came back from Ireland and my hair was so bad my hairdresser was like your hair is awful right now she was like this is the worst I've ever seen it she was like do you use (laughs) professional hair care and I was like uh no I just use like whatever's on offer <laughs> she's like okay if, if you're dyeing your hair blonde and your hair is this fine and gets this knotty you need to be using professional hair care so since I saw her that was October I've been using Tresemme for like colored hair and I've been using hair masks like this Lee Stafford one and the difference is insane and then obviously she's going to say I told you so but I'm I'm going to see her tomorrow <laughs> she's going to be like I can tell the difference because it is you just yeah I never realized how bad it was with blonde hair um, yeah I like I used to years and years ago I never like I would invest in skincare I'd invest in makeup in perfume and everything except for hair care and then I think I it must have been through a job I had I was I was given a bottle of the Purology 21 I can't what it's called like it's got 21 uses or something or 21 benefits it's incredible like it is more expensive than this but if you are looking for a product to like be incredible that is the one um and since then I was like oh actually there is a difference if you invest a bit of money into your hair care so mm. I'm not I hate to admit loads, it because I hate doing my hair but, but it is true 
Yeah, and it is just nice. Like, I think I've always hated doing my hair because it's not been in... Well, when it was brunette, it was in okay condition, but I would just, like, continuously over-straighten and over-curl it. So now I have got better. Um, and, yeah, if you invest a little bit of time and money into your hair, you do notice a difference. So that's my recommendation. Also a good one for over the Christmas break when you can just, like, really invest time in yourself. Oh, that's a perfect segue onto this week's topic. And that was totally unplanned. Mate, that was impressive. That was a very impressive segue. <laughs> I didn't even plan that. <laughs> In case you hadn't gathered, um, this week, as we approach the new year, um, so we've spoken about goal setting before and things like that, but we don't just want to talk about that. And it can often be a bit broad. Instead, we want to talk about investing in yourself and kind of what decisions you're making to invest in yourself for 2022 and we should caveat with that with that it doesn't mean you have to spend money we're talking about investing anything from your time to your personal development or your professional development it could mean courses or qualifications or it could just be like taking care of your well-being but I think it's a really important thing to consider like how you want to invest in yourself well just in general you don't need a new year to do it like I think investing in yourself is is something that I've never really appreciated the value of until probably the last 18 months to be honest yeah and I think you know you don't have to do it at the start of a new year but I think the end of one year and start of a new year does give like a natural moment for reflection on like what you've achieved in Mm. the past year and what you want to achieve and so, yeah, you can completely do it and change your mind at any point. But I think if it's something that you almost need the prompt to do and like the reminder, I always think it's quite a nice reminder to sit down and think about these things and give yourself the time and the kind of consideration about what you want to achieve and how you want to do it and how you want to better yourself, regardless of what like that definition of better is. The new mm. year is quite a nice point for that. And generally speaking, people will have a little bit more time between the Christmas and New Year break where you can sit down and have that reflection time. I also think if you're someone who maybe struggles with goal setting and they're not feeling as tangible, making mm. decisions about how you want to invest in yourself, it feels a lot more, I don't want to say obtainable because it doesn't mean like it's like it's easier or it just comes naturally or anything like that. But I think if you can think of your goals in in terms of how you want to invest in yourself to achieve them it can often make it a bit easier to think about where you want to be in three months six months or a year's time definitely so we've kind of identified a few different ways you can invest in yourself because we want to really make sure we don't just focus on literally like investing money in yourself because I think that does a bit of a disservice to Mm. all the other ways that you can invest in yourself um one of like the biggest ones for me that really doesn't cost or necessarily cost any money is investing time in yourself, like giving yourself enough time if you can to sleep or like building really healthy habits and routines that help you and even spending time to like get more organized. So then every day, your day is just a little bit less stressful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know we've spoken about, about that before in our was that eight habits and routines episode so. if you want to go back and give it a listen but I do think it's like there are small ways that you can make your day easier by investing that time at an earlier point and in terms of what you're saying about time that's 
I've definitely let some of my habits and things that I know help me kind of from a like mental and emotional point of view I've definitely let some of them slip because I'm like oh I'm just too busy but like, I don't have the time for them and yeah. but I know that they help and I was in a journaling workshop last week um which was to do with work it was with a client and but I, I had to be there and I was there for an hour and a half and it made me realize how much I benefited from having some prompts to really think about like my goals, my non-negotiables, what my priorities are. And that's, that's kind of like formed what I want to invest, like invest in myself in the future, because I know I need to invest time to be able to like think about those things and make a bit more mental space for myself, if that makes sense. Totally. Cause I don't think you have, it's not about investing. So it's not about how much time you invest. It's the quality of the time you invest, I think as well. Mm. Like, yeah when you think about sleeping it's not about suddenly having 10 hours sleep a night but it's making sure that, that maybe the between six and eight hours that you get like you've avoided screens beforehand or you're in a quiet room or you're, you've got a positive routine beforehand to help you wind down so that the time you're spending sleeping is as optimized as possible or it's like I don't know you your gratitude like I've really fallen out of the habit of doing my gratitude app recently and that takes literally two minutes and so in my mind I'm like I don't have time to do that every morning and every evening like I'm too busy but actually I do and it takes less than five minutes a day but that really shifts my mindset when I do it continuously so it isn't about Mm. having an extra half an hour in my evening it's using the time I do have a little more wisely and I think that ties in really well to another way that you can invest in yourself is investing in your in your mental well-being and that it's Mm. very similar to those things kind of taking a few moments to to journal to think about what you're grateful for to think about your your goals for the day or to meditate or do some yoga or go for a run like those kind of things that in terms of your well-being obviously you you could be investing in therapy like that's an investment that you might be choosing Mm. to make next year and that's in my opinion and I'm pretty sure you agree like it is an amazing investment yeah but I also appreciate that it's not an investment that everyone is able to make so I think if you can find ways to invest in your mental well-being other ways that's so valuable if you know it's something that works for you yeah and I think the same goes for physical health as well like I never used to see exercising as an investment in myself and my health and my future but actually not only is it amazing for your mental well-being being but it gives you that structure it gives you that dedicated time where you're saying I'm going to better myself however you define better Mm. um and take that time and because you are the only one that really benefits from it but it is an investment in yourself to go I am going to exercise and whether that is like going to the gym or like like investing in a PT whether that's once a week or once a month or if it's just like doing some workouts on YouTube or getting outside for a walk like they're all investments in yourself and your future and I think especially in January we all kind of think oh my god I've got to suddenly commit to running a marathon this year it's not really about that I just think it's about saying I'm going to prioritize this one thing more and put my like put my mind to it because that's when you achieve more and the same is like what you eat it doesn't have to be like new year new diet lose weight all that stuff I just that's a really unhelpful mindset but it's saying I'm actually going to spend some time thinking about what I'm going to eat and planning my meals so that I enjoy it and I'm fueling my body properly and I'm 
kind of taking that time to take care of myself that's what so much of this is about isn't it yeah and I think a lot of it is finding how those things will work for you because for me I instantly thought like oh investing in my physical well-being that could be paying for a gym membership like that's investing in my physical well-being but if you're someone who doesn't enjoy going to the gym that's that's not investing in you that's forcing yourself to do something that you don't want to do and actually investing in your physical well-being might mean you buy a really good pair of trainers so you can go out for a run or it might mean if you are talking about eating better it might mean that you buy a cookbook that helps you make meals with less meat in or something like that like there's ways that you can make these investments in your lifestyle work for you that don't have to cost the earth and they're still something that you're going to enjoy and see the benefit from yeah I heard one person laugh I think it was the start of last year maybe it was the year before but they said their new year's resolution was to try new food every single week but a new like um like a new plant-based food so it wasn't like a new type of cake every week or something because she was like I want to discover new food I want it to not be something that I just do for like a few days and forget and she's like it's it's fun because I have to discover new shops and I have to find new places and she's like it's like a really fun activity it's more than like investing in eating more healthily for example it's like learning to cook and having like a hobby Mm. to do I think finding new hobbies is a really underrated way to invest in yourself yeah oh my gosh I couldn't agree more I think it's finding a hobby and something that you enjoy especially as an adult I actually feel like it is really hard to do you have so many other things going on that it almost feels like you you shouldn't be spending time on a hobby because oh that's not what you're supposed to do as an adult like adult life but actually if you find something that is really engaging for you and you're really passionate about then that hobby is really fulfilling like that's something that's really beneficial for you possibly physically but definitely mentally and kind of your own personal development and I think taking the time to do something you just genuinely enjoy is it's kind of a way of like investing in your own like self-care and your own self-love I know that sounds a bit like but I think yeah enjoying a hobby as an adult is a very underrated way of kind of investing in yourself and enjoying yourself definitely and it's the same it ties really nicely I think as well as like education and educating yourself I think we Mm. assume that has to be really serious and sitting down and studying and that isn't how it has to be of course you could do like courses and professional progression and all those sorts of things but it could be as much as like oh actually I don't understand why um that person saying that thing's problematic I'm going to read up about it or it could be oh that thing I saw really piqued my interest I want to read a bit more about it it doesn't have to be that you're suddenly like taking on another degree or something it can be as much as I'm going to listen to a podcast every day that I know will give me the headlines and there's really simple ways to do it but I think when you learn more it changes how you view yourself as well and it's it helps you become a bit more aware of the world around you and gives you an opportunity to challenge some of the views you have which isn't always comfortable but is definitely an important thing to do oh yeah absolutely and I feel like it's a god it's a goal of mine every year to try and read more and I usually like I'm very mediocre at it but um, I do think if you can make the time for that kind of self development through understanding more hearing more points of view and opinions I I think it is so valuable but the other thing I wanted to say off the back of that is if you are investing money in 
professional development or courses or trainings, qualifications, I also want to say don't feel guilty for that. Like don't Mm -hmm. feel as if that's something that I shouldn't do or I'm spending money on myself. Like sometimes you have to do that. And I think when I was planning for this episode, I realized I had struggled with that a lot because I've been self-employed for just over a year now. And it took me a long time to come to terms with the fact that I needed to invest in myself professionally, but also like money wise, because I was becoming self-employed and Mm. I felt guilty about it. I was like, God, I don't want to be spending this money. Like if I was, if I was an employee, I wouldn't be spending money on all of these things. And obviously now I'm in a position where it has paid off and I couldn't be where I am now if I hadn't have done that. And I think in a way it's then taught me how essential it is to invest in yourself if you feel like it's something that you need to do for you and is right for you, as uncomfortable as it feels at the time. And also it's it's uncomfortable at the time and it might be tricky, but I think it's having that foresight, isn't it, to go, I might not want to spend that money now, but if you were an employee, no, you wouldn't be spending money, but someone else would be spending it on your behalf. And so... And it's still an investment when they do that. But when you're self-employed, you've almost got to say, okay, I, I'm betting on myself. I am going to invest literally in my future. And like you said, when it pays off, it makes you realize how valuable it really is. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you are in a position to do that and it's something that you are questioning for next year, I mean, obviously it's it's great to kind of weigh up the pros and cons and decide what, what route you want to take and if it's definitely right for you. But don't feel guilty about making any kind of investment in yourself I I really feel like that's so important to say yeah I feel like that we've given so many like ways you can invest non-financially I think there are also so many ways that obviously you can spend money on yourself like there's the obvious thing like if you can try and save money make sure you're paying into a pension whether that's your company pension or whether if you're self-employed set up a private pension like I just think that is one of the number one ways you can invest in yourself I know it's not Mm -hmm. cool it's not sexy um it's not something we really talk about but I mean we all had a long conversation about pensions on Saturday night which I'm literally having flashbacks of it right now (laughs) I, I know we're wild I know we're crazy cats but we were just saying how you know, you don't want to reach, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 years in the future and go, oh shit, I can't retire because I've not kind of thought about it in advance. And it's one of the few things that you do really have to get a bit of a head start on. Um, and I just think it's important always to remember that investing in yourself as well is also saving. Like it sounds dull. I know it's not always an option that's open to everyone, especially at the moment with everything that's going on, but if you can afford to, you should be because you never know when you're going to need it. And I think giving yourself that sa- like kind of safety blanket, the extra options. I know we've spoken so many times before about how having money gives you freedom and gives you choice. And that in itself is such like an act of self-care and self-love. I think it gets overlooked mm. sometimes. Yeah. And obviously also totally recognizing that that is a privileged position to be mm. in if you are yeah. able to do that. But even if it's just... 10 pounds a month like if that's all that you can afford right now putting something aside is always going to be beneficial for your future whether it's more whether it's a bit more short term maybe thinking about children or whether it is long term like retirement planning it's it's never a bad idea to kind of make start making those investments now while you can 
yeah it's part of like building healthy habits and stuff as well which is so important and I think if there are things you want to achieve in terms of investing in yourself and maybe you go right I want to invest in my health in 2022 and you start to exercise more then you can almost enhance that by investing some money like if it's something you're seeing results from if you're in a position where you can invest money in yourself you can take it to the next level maybe that's kind of investing in having a PT or learning more like trying new classes or investing in like wearable fitness techs that you can track and get better analytics and stuff like that whatever it is that floats your boat I think starting in terms of like investing something that isn't money is a great place because it gives you an idea of what you want to follow like and it's lower risk it's lower commitment but then if you are in a position where you can invest money you've just got a great opportunity to elevate all of those things also I think off the back of what you were saying there if you start with maybe those slightly smaller things it also almost like builds up that buffer of self-care and self-love that we're talking about to I don't know, maybe, maybe that's what I should have done to kind of erode that guilty feeling about spending money. Mm. But if you become used to investing in yourself from a personal perspective, a physical well-being perspective, all of those things, then it's probably going to come more naturally to think, okay, how else can I invest in my future when I'm financially able to, or whatever yeah. other scenario that might be further down the line. And I think it's reminding yourself as well, how worthy you are of that. And it is going, actually, I am worthy because ultimately, if you don't believe that, it's so much harder to believe anyone else would think you're worthy. Whereas if you can recognize that within yourself, then it's those little things where you go, mm. no, I, I am worth investing in the good gym leggings because they'll be more comfortable and it encourages me to go to the gym. Like those little things that might seem like maybe not really worth it, they all add up. And I think it's not about trying something once and going, well, that didn't work. I didn't enjoy that. Or I haven't had the payoff straight away. It's that continuous action of going, I'm going to invest a little bit more in myself, whether that is each evening you do gratitude or in the morning you try and like go for a walk before work to get some natural light and all that sort of thing. Cause you know, then that will help you sleep that night. It's doing it continuously and seeing the results and then going, Oh, okay. So maybe actually it's worth investing a little bit more. And that's exactly how I got into a point where I have a PT. I never thought in a million, if you had told me, a few years ago I'd have a PT I'd have laughed in your face I'd be like there's no way I'd spend that money it's so ridiculous like all of those sorts of things and now I'm like yeah it's some of the best money I spend because I recognize how important it is to invest in myself and it is just for me it doesn't benefit anyone else like but then it really does reinforce the idea that it is something that's worth investing in do we want to move on to some of the kind of questions and feedback that we had yeah I think that'd be really nice so I think, well, we took two slightly different approaches and kind of off the back of what you were saying about feeling like worth, worthy of investing in. I asked on my Instagram, um, what were people doing to invest in themselves next year? And it was really interesting to kind of see the mix of responses, like a lot professional, a lot education, a couple of therapy related ones. Um, but it was nice to see people own it and talk about it. And I think that's something we don't do, is it? Like we we almost get a bit embarrassed. It's a bit like um, complimenting yourself or saying you're proud of yourself. It's almost like oh, a bit cringe. I shouldn't admit that I'm spending money or spending time on myself. But actually, I think you're right. If we own it and we say we do it, it encourages other people as well. Yeah. So I had 
someone who's doing a master's degree next year which is amazing someone said going back to school which I think they're in the US so yeah going back to university I guess um someone said they're retraining after taking time off to have children which I thought was amazing and like so it must feel so I mean going back to work anyway after having children is amazing and I think retraining as well is incredible what a lovely um, way as well to like have that second career in something different as mm, well like I love that yeah yeah um someone said going back to therapy and someone said starting with a therapist for the first time in January which is amazing as well I love that there's more mm-hmm. conversation around that I love that I think like I mean I assume you'll agree with me it's if you can afford to and you're in a position to it's the best investment you can make like mm. Mm-hmm. absolutely um and then three there were three mentions of someone wanted to learn about stocks and investing that way Love um that. and then two were what well, someone said actually doing something with my savings which I, f- I feel like I really get that now like I, before mm-hmm. I just put money aside and let it just sit there and now I'm at an age where I think god what where can I put this that it's actually doing something and yeah like we were saying before you're putting it somewhere where it's going to benefit you in the future yeah um and then the last one which I loved and this kind of ties into how we got into the topic of hobbies but um someone is starting beekeeping next year I love that that's so good for the planet as well like that will be so wholesome and so fulfilling but also just like love that it's good for the planet yeah and it's like don't feel guilty about spending money on a hobby that you're excited about and that you're passionate about. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, amazing. Very exciting. I think we need to remember how much fun it is when you're a kid and you start a new hobby and you're like, oh, and you get all excited mm-hmm. and you get all the gear. And like, I know as an adult, it can feel a bit intimidating to be potentially crap at something new. But it's also like how we grow and how you can discover some really lovely things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what were the, the, questions or input that you got so it kind of all centered around the best way best my god it's kind of all centered around the best ways that we've invested in ourselves which I thought was a really lovely way to think about things so what are the best ways you've invested in yourself over the years whether that's like financial investments or time courses that sort of thing oh gosh um I definitely feel like what I already said, but about spending the money on that I needed to, to get set up mm. for being self-employed. I think I do hate the saying you've got to spend money to make money because I feel like it, it makes um, kind of trivializes spending money. And I don't feel like it's always, I, I appreciate that it is often true, but also caution goes a long way as well. Um, yeah. But it, in this case, I I do feel like I wouldn't have had the start I'd had being self-employed if I hadn't spent that money. And I'm really glad that I let myself do it. Yeah. And I you? think that goes to show as well, like it, there's, you sometimes don't see the benefit of the investment straight away. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it doesn't mean it's the wrong investment. It's just, yeah. it's right for you at the time. Mm, definitely. What about for you? I think kind of obviously for me it has to be therapy and it's something that I will bang my drum about 
um, constantly because I think even if you don't have um, a specific trauma to work through or you're not suffering in inverted commas of your mental health or anything like that I think it's beneficial for everyone just to get to a place where you're able to reflect constructively and kind of have that external perspective and speak to someone who is literally being paid to not um like not judge you and so I think that's a really great investment and the other one I would say is like just investing time in moving my body more I never thought I would be someone who thought that like exercise was a great investment or a great use of time and I think it's a lot of us kind of go oh, I'm tired or I'm too busy to do that and I completely understand that but fundamentally like they're the kind of actions that are going to prolong your life and give you more time um Mm -hmm. yeah anything that kind of and it doesn't always have to be like going to the gym it can just be like getting up and moving in a day like if you're having a really crappy day or you're feeling like really stressed and you just go for a walk around the block even getting into those sorts of habits make a huge difference and I think it's if you're doing it when you feel quite good then you build the habit so that like you're just dedicated rather than motivated I know we've spoken about that so many times before but I think it's trusting that you kind of have to build that dedication up and then it'll be worth it Mm -hmm. oh yeah definitely I think that leaves it in a really nice place for this episode and for this year um before we go I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's supported us this year whether you've been listening like from the start of the podcast you started just like listening in January or whether you're a more recent follower we really are grateful um to all the support you give us for all the engagement we've had with our questions and our episodes this year And of course, just like you giving up your time to listen to the podcast each week, it really does mean a hell of a lot to us. So thank you. Mm -hmm. And we honestly never thought we'd get like people responding and wanting to input into the episodes of the podcast. So thank you so much for getting involved. Like it does mean so, so much. It blows my mind. Every week it blows my little mind. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) But we hope um, you have a lovely Christmas break or holiday time off however you're spending kind of the next couple of weeks and we will be back with plenty of new episodes in the new year yes keep an eye out on our instagram page for questions for our first episode back which will be at the start of january and of course if you have any topics you want us to discuss in the new year please do just get in touch with us in the details that are in the show notes below um which is also where i have like our contact details and also any product recommendations and stuff we've spoken about in today's episode but We hope you have a lovely Christmas break uh, or happy holidays and we will speak to you in the new year. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.